this is Mindy Sterling, and you probably know me from iCarly, Austin Powers. Anyway, you are listening to Reliving My Youth with Noel Fogelman. Hey, and welcome to Reliving My Youth, the show where we look back at pop culture from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. My name is Noel Fogelman. Hey, it's a bonus episode this week. My guest today is the very talented Mindy Sterling. Mindy played Frau Farbissina in the Austin Powers movies. We talk about the meaning of her name, working with Mike Myers, and if there's a fourth movie coming. Kids, including my son, will probably know her as Miss Briggs from iCarly. We talk about the impact that show has had on kids. She's guest starred in pretty much every show. She's also done a ton of voiceover acting roles, but I think one of her best roles is on the web show Con Man on Comic-Con HQ playing Alan Tudyk's assistant, Bobby. I spoke to Mindy over the holidays, and here's my conversation with her. And helping me relive my youth today is Mindy Sterling. Mindy, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, So... I'll start at the beginning, but I just a quick little story. Uh, my son, who's a big guy, Carly fan, I told him I'll be talking to you today. He's like, Mrs. Briggs, I love her. So um, let's just start at iCarly, might as well. Um, how much fun was that role, and how impactful do you think that show has been on uh, like teens now? Well, um, it is, it's unbelievable how it, what an impact it has made to this day. And um, I get more people that stop me and recognize me or they, I would, they think I was on, like, um, Drake and Josh. Right, yeah. And because um, that's, you know, yeah, because I think Miranda Cosgrove was on that. And, um, you know, when I tell them, no, it's um, I call, they, it, they flip out. It is, it's, it's so, and, and not just with kids, with adults. It, I mean, it's amazing how the adults, um, you know, are impacted by that and saw that or remember seeing it with their kids or still watch it. Yeah, it's it's one of those shows where you can sit down and you laugh just as hard, if not more, you know, than your kids do. And I've, you know, when I've traveled for work and when I get into the hotel and I'll put the TV on, and sometimes I'll stop and if I Carly's on, I'll sit there and watching and I realize I'm a 42 year old man sitting in a hotel room <laughs> sitting watching iCarly, but I'm laughing. So, you know, it's, it's great. <laughs> Right. But so people do watch with their kids. They watch it. They they get into it. They they see the joy that their child you know gets out of it. But I Carly was so creative and smart and um, really like in the times. It was it started with the, the internet, which every kid started getting involved in, and that is what they related to. So and that was like the first of its kind. Yeah, now you see, you know, kids having their own quote-unquote iCarly's on YouTube and whatnot, and, you know, there's just a ton of them. My, my daughter sits there and watches, you know, my phone or iPad, and, like, she's like a zombie watching these shows. Oh, my God, yeah. You know, we all are. And, see, we have Netflix. Oh, yeah. I'm a zombie watching Netflix. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, what are you watching, Netflix? Well, right now I'm watching Glitch. Okay. Oh, my God. 
like this, like, sci-fi kind of interesting drama. Um, I love this kind of stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I just finished um, The Punisher, which was... Oh, I never, I, no, I didn't. I have never watched it. Okay. That, but you, you suggest that next? Um, if, if you're into, like, all those Marvel shows... Um, no. Okay, well, with, with that one, it's like... He's a superhero, but he doesn't have superpowers. He's just a maniac, and it's you know John uh, Bernthal plays, and he's he's great. Um, okay. Mind Hunter, check out Mind Hunter. Oh, I, you know what? I tried to watch that. I watched. I, I couldn't even get through the first episode. I know. Everybody the, kept saying, um, you, you, "You've got to get through that." You've got to you get do. Through that. Yeah, it's okay. it's fantastic. After that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but once yeah, once you get through the first one, the rest of the show is is brilliant. It's it's okay, really good. Okay, yeah, cool. it's good. There's just so much TV to watch now. It's ridiculous. Oh, I know, I know, and it, and and what I love about Netflix is it's so different and it's so dark, and I love stuff like that. Yeah, I mean now this House of Cards was was great, and I know they're gonna continue without Kevin Spacey, but it's like it's kind of hard to go back and actually watch that show now. Into it, okay. Honestly, so it didn't, didn't do anything right. for me. But yeah. I'm sure, you know, um, knowing that it's probably going to lose a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But speaking of one of the uh, shows you've done on the net, uh, I loved Con Man. That, that was brilliant. Oh my God, thank you. Yes, me too. Yeah, that, that seemed like a lot of fun. And your character, <laughs> and, and this, I mean, I mean this with so much respect, is horrible. <laughs> you did such a good job playing such a horrible person. <laughs> She's great. She, she is. She is full of um, craziness and full and such a narcissist. And it's all about her. And I love playing her because she's a fool and she will say and do anything. Right. And you know she's and and you know Alan Tudyk's character just yeah. keeps going back to her. I know. And, and you know it's constantly going. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Favorite things too. Yeah, I mean, just you know, him walking into the hotel room with the half-eaten fruit basket. Yeah, I know, and it's like, uh, you know, yeah. I had to check it out for you. Everything's all right. Yeah, exactly. And all different wigs you wear, it's, it's great. <laughs> It's really, it's really fun, and, and, and it's, it's quick, you know, each episode's like 10 minutes, so you can get through it quickly, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, we did uh, two seasons. Um, I, I, I don't know what they're, um, you know, what's, if they're going to have to do another season, but I know we'd all love to be a part of it. Right. How did you get involved with it? Um, well, Alan um, just came to me and asked me if I would be interested. Um, a friend of his who's in the show... I guess suggested me and I had never met Alan before right. so I went to meet him and he wanted me to be older Okay. and I was like Alan I can't be 80 I can't <laughs> you know um, or you know even you know late 70s still pushing it Alan so um, but we you know he, we created this character and I just I love 
the stuff he had her do, and yeah, she just was the the most insane person I've ever played. Yeah, absolutely, and, and all the <laughs> and all the little cameos in the show, it's great. You just see random people pop up, I know, you know. Right? Yeah, no, everybody wanted to do it. Yes, it's definitely a lot of fun. Um, well, yeah, let's let's, let's take it back a little bit. Um, your father was uh, in the business, right? He was a comedian, right? Yes, my father was a. Um, and a singer. I mean, he had the most magnificent voice ever. His his voice was better than Robert Goulet, and I'm not I'm not just being biased. Right. Um, and uh, but he had started um, yeah singing, and um, he was he, he worked with Shecky Green. Okay. They were partners um, for a while, and my dad was actually the straight man, and Shecky was the funny man. My dad was pretty funny, and. Um, so, yeah, so I kind of was around that, and, um, yeah, he, um, you know, he, he was always incredibly encouraging. I mean, that's the one thing about my family is when I talk to other people and I hear other people's families and how sometimes they were like, what are you doing? What do you do? Nothing but encouragement, nothing but support, nothing but, um, you know, go try, go for it, and never felt like um, I, you know, I didn't have that love and that encouragement. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great, because, I mean, if, if you don't give that encouragement, you know, the kids are going to do it anyway. So you, you, you might as well be on board with it, and, you know, you don't want to fracture the relationship. Yeah, it wasn't, and again, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't hurting myself. Right, exactly. But, you know, I went out and did it. I wasn't... Um, doing anything um, illegal or wrong or, you know, so, yeah. Right. So what first drew you to the business? Was it your father or was it, like, something else? I know, I don't know. I guess, you know, probably because I like to be funny and I like to laugh. And um, I think the first thing I ever did was, like, in sixth grade, I did the Mikado. Okay. Like, I got, you know, the theater in Mikado, and um, I thought, oh, my God, I love this. But I was also very shy. Um, and uh, so I thought, oh, my God, I can be a character, and then I wouldn't have to be me. <laughs> and so that. That's why I got why I got his character. I was like, oh, oh my God, I love this part of it. So then I just, uh, you know, I did theater in school and in college, and um, you know, I thought this is. I think this is what I want to do. I wanted to be a nurse. I think every little girl wanted to be a nurse when they first grew <laughs> up or a teacher. Right. And the nurse was like, oh my God, I don't want to deal with blood. <laughs> and uh, and then you know, I just kind of thought this. I think this is it. And I I really went gung ho. I like, you know, I didn't want to do anything else. That's great. Is that um, so you you grew up in Florida, correct? Yes, North Miami Beach. Yeah. So so then you headed out to California, obviously. How old were you? Uh, I I was like probably maybe twenty two, twenty three. Oh, okay. In my early twenties. Uh, yeah, because it was like it was either going you know here or to New York, and I really hadn't spent that much time in New York, so I didn't really have a group of people that I can, you know, like family or anything yeah. like that. And out here, I did have um, family. I had my dad's twin sister, and I had a cousin. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's that was probably the easiest. And this reminds me a lot of Miami. It's the big city. It's sunshine. It's You have a car. I wasn't as intimidated by this as I was in New York. Right, and, and you know, who wants, you know, winters anyway? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd never been through any kind of winter like that. 
Yes, yes, smart. <laughs> smart. Yeah. So, uh, how did you get involved with the, the Groundlings? Uh, I met people. I was working with another improv company called LA Connection at the time. I was, uh, you know, going with, through their program, and um, there were several people there that I worked with that were also a part of the Groundlings, and they said you should go over there and audition. And um, I kind of made my way, okay, you know, and to, to do it through that. I didn't audition because I ended up going to another class that a lot of these um, friend, actor friends were in. And one of the guys that um, taught some of the classes was Tom Maxwell, who ran the Groundlings at the time. So when I was ready to go to the Groundlings, I didn't have to audition because he'd already seen my work. So he just put me in the school program. Yeah, I mean, and there were some, like, really heavy hitters that are alumni from the Groundlings. Who, who, who oh, are you there God, with? Yeah. Um, well, when I went, I was watching people like um, Lynn Stewart and, um, um, oh, God, I'm drawing blanks, um, um, George McGrath, um, Pee Wee Herman, um, Phil Hartman, I've Joe Kaput Blank, so the, and, and Edie McClurg, those are the people that I was like, oh my God, I have to do this. So, you know, that brought me, that motivated me to want to continue and go that path. And then, and then I was, you know, once I got in and then, you know, working with people and also teaching, I got into teaching. So I taught all these incredible people that I thought, oh my God you're going to do something, you're wonderful, you're brilliant. So I loved the teaching process because I could see where people were going and I could see how incredibly talented they were and gifted and knew that something was going to come from that. Who were some of the people that you taught? Um, I taught uh, Maya Rudolph. Mm. Um, I taught Sherry O'Terry, Chris Kattan, uh, Mike uh, McDonald from Matt TV. Right. Um, Kristen Wiig was uh, my babysitter <laughs> for a little bit. Um, she was never a student, though. Right. Um, yeah, it was, um, it was. It was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah uh, so Kristen Wiig was was there. Was was at the Groundlings, but she you... was there later. Yeah. She oh, okay. Was there later, and um, I never taught her, but I remember I was asking. There were some students at the theater, and I was asking you know, some students, "Hey, does anybody want to?" you know, babysit, help me baby, either babysit, I had a, I, I still have a son, but right. I, it was little at the time, and she was like, I will, and I said, don't say that unless you mean it, because I will contact you, <laughs> and I did, and she helped so much, my son adored her, I adored her, so, yeah, so it was like, really lovely to see, and, and then, of course, I got, you know, I'd see her in shows and stuff, but now she was one funny lady. Yeah, yeah, she, she's brilliant, and like, everything she does. And so kind, and so down to earth, yeah. Oh, that, that's great. Now, do you remember your first, uh, like, TV role? I think one of my first TV roles was, um, it was a show called Perfect Strangers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I played a hostess. Right. And I think, you know, I literally, I'm sure my lines were like, um, how many, you know, here, please, yeah. me. whatever it was, <laughs> it was very, very tiny and wonderful. But I think that was... If not my first, definitely one of my first. But, oh, no, you know what I did? Before that, I did a show called Dusty's Treehouse. Okay. Which was a very, a, a very iconic children's show with puppets in L.A. 
my first um, my first role. Okay, so that was kind of like a Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood type thing. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, Perfect Strangers, and then you you know done so many like guest spots. Every time I turn on TV, it's always some show. You know, you're on. It's like Six Degrees of uh, Mindy Sterling. Oh yeah, great show. But I but I'm recurring in that, so I'll come back. Okay. Oh, I I haven't gotten there yet. Okay, I'm like yeah. season two, I think. Yeah, and then I've done several Christmas movies. Right. So when Christmas comes out, like between now and then, I am all over yeah. movies. So I've done like um, the dogs at Christmas, twelve dogs at Christmas. Right. Um, I just did something for uh, Lifetime, and it was. Um, what is it? Um, something wrapped, wrapped up in Christmas. I don't know something like that. But anyway, I do for some reason. <laughs> the holiday movies just get me. <laughs> right, and it's good. You know, this time of year you get the residuals and you can pay for all your holiday gifts. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Oh, and the Grinch. The Grinch. Is oh, yes. of, of course. No, yeah. Speaking of the Grinch, um, yeah. you know, you had to get a lot of makeup done. How much work did that take, or how well, long did it take? Three hours to put it on. Now you're, you're shifting like a nose, like right. you know, like a nose and cheeks. But yeah, yeah, you're, you're sitting there. Probably you really can't do much. What happens if you have to sneeze? Um, you just do. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know that was well. That was first of all, I'm very claustrophobic, so that was oh, okay. a, a really concern right. of mine. <clears throat> and then you know, it was just I did. It was like, what do we have to sneeze? And we just sneeze. I mean, because you do have these little holes. Okay. Little straws so, in there. Oh my god, I have allergies. What if all oh my, you know, you get a cold? Yeah, exactly. We think that if you had a cold, it would be really, really tough. Yeah. But I, we all just kind of got through it, and uh, however we did it. Right. Uh, that's good. Now, how? Um, speaking of like a lot of makeup, I mean, you know, Jim Carrey, you know, I'm sure had a, you know, plenty of hours right. getting into that. Uh, oh yeah. Costume. How was working with him? Well, you know, unfortunately, he just it was really tough. He had a really hard time. I think spending all that time getting in it. So when he was on the set, he just wanted to do his thing. It, it, it wasn't like he was playing or improvising. Right. And so, you know, he really wanted to, to do a fantastic job, which he did, and then get out. So we didn't have a lot of, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Kind of dialogue. Right. Yeah, no, that's that's too bad. No, that, that was a fun movie, and it's, you know, popping up yeah, now. Good, yeah, good, yeah. I hear they're doing another, re- they're doing another remake. Uh, of, the, of, the, of the animated, though. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But, um, oh, speaking of that, maybe you'll do a couple of voices in it. If I would? Oh, I don't know. It'd be lovely, but yeah, okay. Make it work. I'll try. I'll do my best. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, how did, speaking of the voiceovers, how did you get involved working in that? Some fun things. 
Um, but yeah, I think that is a, a great job to do. Um, so I'm hoping that I, I can do more. Yeah, I mean, because some of the ones you've done, like, speaking of watching TV with my son when he was younger, you won Higglytown Heroes. I remember that was a popular show. Um, even like. Chowder, I loved, I loved Chowder. Right. And then even stuff I watch, Robot Chicken, Mike Tyson Mysteries, you know. Yes. Yeah, exactly. it, it's great, yeah. and then, yeah, and then you do like the uh, like the ADR stuff, right, for like the Disney movies as well, right? Oh yeah, yeah, the looping. Yeah, so you're you're doing uh, you're doing voices for you know background the background characters and things like that. That's that's very interesting to me. Right, and I, I had uh, Teresa Ganzel who's who does that a lot on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you worked with her, right? I think the last the last one I did, we did it together. Yeah, I know, I know Teresa. Yes. Oh okay, yeah. <laughs> So just you just basically do they give you what you need to say or do you kind of improvise sometimes with that no, stuff? No, they'll say well they may they may give you that but they'll also say see that see that person back there, um, and then they have everybody kind of there's probably about ten of us and they have everybody kind of going through it. They'll go oh let's have a couple of women try it, and then you just kind of do the voices. So it might be like um, you know if if. Uh, Someone's walking their dog, you know, maybe it's like, you know, you know, um, you know, come on, Snoopy, let's get going. And, you know, or screams or um, crowd sounds. So you're all, you're a part of all of that. Right. Now that's, that sounds like a fun day. It is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The thing is, it's a really long day and you're in a room that's dark because you're visually having to see the screen. And so it is. It's a very, very long day of getting up and doing it sitting down. But, um, you know, again, people think everything's so easy. It, it, I think it's just a lot, of, it's a, it's a lot of work. But, again, I'd much rather do that and be with these incredible voiceover geniuses. Right. <laughs> you know, than working in an office. Yeah, so true. Uh, let's talk about the role which you're probably most famous for. Uh, Mike Myers did a genius job naming your character Frau Farbissna in Austin Powers, which translates to Miss Bitter or Miss Sourpuss, correct? Uh, no, Sourpuss. Sourpuss, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's great. Um, did you know Mike before, beforehand, before you getting the role, or did you have to audition for it? Well, I did audition. I had to audition. Right. And I had only met him briefly, and he came to the Groundlings and did a couple of improv shows with us. Okay. But I knew, I only knew him from that, but I did not know him very well. So, because I was still a newcomer, and because it was under um, the uh, a new line, they still had to okay it. So, I still had to audition. Right. Now, um, and you're, during your audition, was there a lot of screaming involved? Screaming? Yeah. No, I mean, I, you know, auditioning because you're, you're part, you know, a lot of yelling and screaming. I don't, I don't know if I screamed or not. Right. I don't think I did. I think, I think like, the big one I did was, um, oh, the Lucky Charms. Because <laughs> I improvised that, because the director said, just improvise it. Right, and then they put that in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that, was, that was brilliant. What, yeah. what cracked me up about the, the second one is when they went back to the past and uh, Robert Watt. You were still the same. Robert Wagner was played by Rob Lowe, and you're playing playing yourself. It's just it's so funny. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Now, were there a lot of takes? I mean, because some of the things were so ridiculous. Did like you guys break character at all? Uh, Yeah. Oh, definitely. Right. But I think we all, for the most part, we all held it in. And then you know when they would yell "cut," then everybody would laugh. Right. You know, I mean, just Um, yeah, Mike playing. I mean, but 
because Mike did so much improvising. Right. You know, Mike, after, you know, you take Mike, Mike would just, you know, play with it and play with it, so you just had to go along with him. Um, but no, it was hard. It was hard. Yeah. Now, a- after, like, doing the first one, did you think it would be this big? Because I remember, like, it didn't really do that well in the, in the theater. You know, I, I saw it in the right. theater, but, like, it was, like, just, I don't even think it was on DVD. I think it was, like, VHS, and it was still, like, I think it blew up on home video. Yeah, it was you know it was it was crazy. Just the amount of like, I mean, to get Michael Caine involved, and then you know, you know like Beyonce, it's like getting these pe- you know these people you know involved in it were, were pretty crazy. Pretty wild, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you see Michael Caine like doing a movie like that, it was <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, now I have to ask. I'm like, I'm sure you know you know what I'm going to ask you. Are they right. going to work on a fourth one? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. That's always what I'm asked. Right. Yeah, because I mean the way everything is being rebooted and you know kind of brought back, you know, it's it's been a while, so it's it's you know perfect timing for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what are some of the roles you're working on now? Uh, well, like I said, I just um, I am recurring on the Goldbergs. I did um, um, two episodes of a series of unfortunate events, which will come out on Netflix. Okay. Um, That show's really funny. I'm trying to think. I want to suggest something. Oh, and I just I did a Nobody's. That's the one um, with um, it. It's produced by Melissa McCarthy and her husband Ben. And it's about the three groundlings who are trying to, huh. um, you know, make a career out of uh, and using Melissa McCarthy as their sort of. Um, you know, gift. Well, you know, we 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 know Melissa McCarthy's been trying to get everybody to hire them, right. and they're called nobody. So nobody knows them in the business. So they're trying to get their stuff being made. It's very very funny. Yeah. Now speaking of very funny, and they kind of canceled it a little before its time was legit, and you were fabulous on that show. I loved that show with all my heart and soul. I I was so disappointed that um, it, it 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 didn't get a fair shot, and. Uh, yeah, we we had a, a really nice group of actors. I was so fortunate to play with these guys, and Jim was was so wonderful. So yeah. Yeah, and and you got to play with Dan Backendall again, right? In Life in Pieces. I know, when I did yeah. Life in Pieces, yeah. Yeah, he's he's so, so funny. He's great. And he deep. is such a good actor too. Yeah. And, um, DJ Qualls. Yeah. Such a good actor. Yeah. Oh, no, so speaking of DJ Qualls, another recommendation. Um, Man Man in the High Castle is really good. Yeah, it's on it's on Amazon. Amazon okay. Prime. Yeah. Cool. 
Yeah, it's cool. And then speaking of Amazon Prime, you can watch Con Man on, on there if you get a free subscription of Comic Con HQ. Yeah, that, that, that's what I did. So it's, it's good for seven days. No, but, but, yeah, FX is... Um, yeah, uh, Sci-Fi has it now, too, I think, right? I mean, Sci-Fi, yeah, Sci-Fi, thank you, yes. Yeah, so if you know if you want to watch it on the go, you can watch it there as well and just cancel the description after right, you watch it. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's true, right, exactly. Yeah, but you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> right, perfect. Yeah. Mindy, thank you for a few minutes today. I really appreciate it, and happy holidays. And a special thanks to Mindy for joining us today. Go turn on the TV right now. I'm sure you'll see some of her work. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the first Noel19. Be sure to like the page for Living My Youth on Facebook. Go subscribe to the show on iTunes. And while you're there, please rate and review the show. Uh, special thanks to everyone who's listening. I can't do it without you guys. And be on the lookout for another episode of Reliving My Youth real soon. <laughs>